What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You are tuning in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, and your number to participate is 877-374-7463. Again, that is 877-374-7463, or... It's 877-37-GRIND. All right. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, you couldn't get through, you can parlay that over to today. And anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well, too. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, uh, keep in mind, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can always do that at SportsGrind. It's a Twitter handle. You can send me a message. You can leave comments. Um, also, if you want to stream the show live, you can always go to the business page of Facebook of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal page and you can leave comments. Um, if I see them in real time, I'll read them in real time. If not, I'll respond to them later. And also, if you ever miss any of the shows live, or if you're an affiliate that basically uh, doesn't carry us on terrestrial, you want to listen to the show, you can go to sportsgrindonline.com. All right, you can download the podcast there 365 days a week. And then also you can click the play button and you can listen to us live at sportsgrindonline.com. 877-374-7463. What's up, Joe? What are you cheesing for? What are you, what are you grinning? 365 days a week, Cal? Did if I my, say a year? If, did my, not, did if I my say weeks week? were that long, I would, whew, oh, that'd man, be a my, long my, one. My bad. Good correction there. That was wrong. <laughs> a year. Y'all know what I meant. It's all you good. You know what I meant. That, that's why I was laughing. No, I got you. I got you. Anyway. All right, man. So this is what we got. It's pretty much going to be probably basketball. And look, I know um, it's Super Bowl week. Um, you know, we're a few days away from the big game. Everybody's pretty much ascended on the uh, state of Arizona by now. Um, getting almost time to game time. But again, I haven't spent this is probably one of my least Super Bowls that I can remember being in the business that I've spent really not all week talking about and breaking down. And there's a reason to that, because I feel like, you know, this is one that's like there's so many other factors to this um, in regards to. You know, the, uh, trying to predict the outcome. Um, there's a lot of variables to this. I mean, health. I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes' ankle, you know, takes the cake. But really, it's how quickly people forgot Jalen Hurts ain't really 100% either. He's been dealing with a shoulder situation. And you wonder, you know, they've had two blowouts in the playoffs. They haven't really been tested. And you wonder that also a lot of it's been on the ground. And this is what this team has done, been able to run the ball pretty much all year long. But also, it's been used to the legs of Jalen Hurts. What we haven't seen really is his arm, and I'm thinking that, you know, there is no tomorrow after Sunday. There's no saving. I think they've been kind of saving his arm a little bit because they've known, like, hey, there's that game next. There's that game. Hey, we don't – I think they let it all hang out. Now, I don't know still who I'm picking. I'll let you know tomorrow. Uh, but it's one of those situations I'm looking for that because no one's really talking about the health or how his shoulders. Everything's about Patrick's ankle and all that, which I get it. I mean, that's a big part of it as well, too. Um, you know, I'll tell you one thing that's very intriguing and the reason why I'm still on the fence on this one, because, 
you know, you have Philly that gets a lot of love for credit for their pass rush. I mean, I to get there may be some defensive records they can uh, they can set. You know, after completing the Super Bowl, they've got a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. I mean, you know, a lot of sacks. I think they're up there. Time like first of all, for the record, I don't put. I mean, Philly has a good defense this year. Okay, they have a good defense. They they make a lot of plays. They they put a lot of pressure on quarterbacks. But make no mistake about it. This this ain't the eighty. They're not in the eighty five Bear class. They're not in the 01 Ravens class, and they ain't in the 2016 Denver Broncos class, and they're not in the Steel Curtain class. But they're good defense. But the tricky thing about it is they're really not that good in the red zone. They're really not. They're ranked defensively, if I'm not mistaken, toward the bottom uh, in red zone. And Kansas City, that's pretty much the best red zone. It's probably been the best red zone offense in the last three, four years in football. But I know they're up there this year. So that's an intriguing matchup because it's really going to come down to the trenches between these two. And I know it's cliche. Everybody says that about certain games. But it's very – because of the two quarterbacks, it is very, very non-cliche in this. It's the real deal. It comes down to the trenches in regards to Philly's offensive line versus Kansas City's D-line. So we'll continue to touch on that. We'll really break it down tomorrow. Um, you know, you have NBA. Well, we got some other football news because we're going to be NBA heavy. We just passed a trade deadline, and there's been a lot of will and a deal. And I can't remember this many trades, to be honest with you, in the NBA um, in a while, on the on the day of the deadline or within 24 hours. So we'll definitely look at all that. Uh, we've got some moves that's affected our back uh, backyard, the 2 one uh, down here, triangle, told you they t- do something. triangle, tough. Yeah, I jinxed it. I said they hardly ever do anything. What you said, well, they traded last year, but they there. Yeah, but when we get to a Yaka, what? What do they do they get twenty three picks? Uh, did they get twenty three draft picks for anything with Yaka? With those twenty four and beyond, I saw. Yeah, twenty four and beyond. Okay, yeah. And, I mean that. Like it's it's look. I'll save it. I'll save that. Yeah, we're in back the NFL to that because right I because I know because because Jonas was the first one to text like you see that trade go through yep hey you see those kick picks I said yeah and then when I looked up I said hold on I see something they didn't listen to you they didn't take your theory because we damn sure didn't get nothing in for this year but I'll explain we'll get into that but uh yeah we'll be in, we'll be breaking down these trade deadlines but the NFL we've got some other off the field news going to NFL um, as well um, twofold for one. Russell Wilson has made the news. I knew this story was brewing uh, yesterday. A couple of my sources, I knew it was kind of brewing, but I didn't want to, you know, pretty much bring it up yesterday because I wanted to find out a little bit more. And I still haven't dived all the way into it because I've already made my mind up what I think this is. But there was a detective journalist is what they call them. I call them a bunch of shaps, you know, really what they are, Jeremy Shap. You're nothing like your father. God, I remember Bobby Knight told him, like, damn, Bobby, like, Bobby's on some other stuff. That was pre-social media hate. Just tell you anything we wanted. That Bobby just looked straight at me. You know what? You're nothing like your father. Like, damn, man, you might as well went to Maury Povich show him and say, you know, that's not your real dad, aren't you? I mean, damn, Bobby. But anyway, a bunch of shaps running around. Well, there's an investigative reporter at the USA Today that has supposedly spent the last six months I've heard Digging on Russ and his charities. Now, the reason why this came across this radar of this journalist is because, you know, the Walter Payton Award, I believe what it is that they give to 
individuals that are voted on, uh, you know, good Samaritan, good, you know, you know, community guys, just good guys, you know, um, you know, half the NFL, 70% of the NFL guys ain't ever winning this award. <laughs> they got a better chance to catch a Tom Brady before some of these walking away with the Walter Pay because there's some bad guys in the NFL, but it is what it is. But for the good guys that do a lot of community service, keep their nose clean, they get awarded this Walter Payton of the Year Award. Well, when they do that, the NFL, I guess, goes and, you know, what charity are you with? What charity do you want? You know, they tell them the charity they're involved in and they go over, they raise money for charity. Well, make a long story short. This investigative reporter has said that they have found out that out of all the guys that have won this award and all the guys that have charities, Russell Wilson's charity is pretty much the charity that gives only about 20% back of what they earn, ballpark or what I've heard. They went and got tax records. They've went and got like public tax records. This is what was filed. You know, now when you have a charity, you can hire people where you want. You can have expenses. I mean, in newsflash, look, charities, there's a lot of people who run charities, but they run them as business. They try to make some money off of them. You know, that's just the, that's just the reality of it is. They'll answer to somebody the other day. That's nobody for anybody to judge. So does this blow me back? Like, wow, dang. So he's taking this money. No. Now, if you spend six months investigating somebody's percentages of charity, what they give back or what they only give back to the charity. There's something personal a little bit into that. Now I will tell you this, um, depending on how much the legs are, you know, this story, how kind of how many legs it gets to kind of keep going in story. I mean, it's not a good look for us with me, not even knowing all the detail, but to me, I also, on the other hand, know that this is really like when you are a guy, that carries yourself like Russell Wilson, especially when you are a minority, an African-American athlete, and you carry yourself like Russ, that a lot of people feel that are, I've used, I've heard, in the last six months, I've heard so many adjectives describe him. Creepy, corny, you know. Phony. The, yeah, the fake, yeah, phony. When you carry yourself and then you are also Carrying yourself a man of Christ and a man of the Lord. And trust me, in this day and time we live in, not everybody does that. Okay. But the reality of it is, is that I believe there are going to be people out there to be like, wait a minute. You ain't the Huxtables. You ain't that clean. Do you know what family was the Huxtables, Jonas? Uh, Cosby Show, right? Oh, thank goodness. I know, you know? TV. Hey, man, uh, today movies. today is, what's today? The ninth? Today's the ninth day of February. You still have not revealed a black history fact on nine days. This is the shortest days of the month. This is the month where a lot of greats and legends was born in this month. A lot of them. And it's black, and I'm just asking, just like, you know, Washington cover uh, Washington Carver discovered the peanut or something, but you're gonna give before we in the last segment. I ain't gonna forget, so get ready to give me one of these black history facts. I'm so ready can, for uh, you. Okay, I've been All ready. Right. To, been um, ready since the uh, the first. Oh, yeah, you probably just say if you don't bring it up, I won't say anything. But I'm ready. But anyway, all right. Look, the bottom line is there's a lot of people in the wings that's hating on this guy, but that's okay though, because I believe. He's hearing all this, and I believe that he, this is something he's going to have to deal with. 
like I said, it's not a good look. I mean, remember, we thought Tiger Woods was totally different. Before that Escalade uh, crashed into what it was, the water hydrant, whatever the hell he ran into it before, Elon took the nine iron and tried to knock his head off and broke the window. Before that came out, we thought Tiger was the perfect family man, perfect athlete, and everything else. Little did we know Tiger Woods could have probably been, you know, they he, the one movie he could have probably played maybe was Boogie Nights 2. The way Tiger was getting down. So it was like, damn. So the point is you can never judge these guys regardless what image they put in for the camera. You know, for all we know, Russ could be like, man, see, we don't touch that money. man. That's the foundation. Save that money. And then all of a sudden he's switching when the lights come on. Hey, got to have faith. You know, I'm not saying that. All I'm telling you, I know it's a witch hunt on this guy. And I've been keeping receipts since last fall. It's a new sheriff in town. And I told y'all, even, even before he got that gig, I told you, I said, man, if he does get, I tell you what, that office, whatever that office is over there, the entourage, that's no go. Sean fired shots first day. Look right in the camera. That's foreign to me. And when he brings in this veteran QB to really put him on notice, then it's like, all right, they back. Better get this one, Patrick. Ain't gonna be easy sledding coming in. There's another pro, another Hall of Fame in there. You better cash in on Sunday. Gonna be staring dead right at that one and two. But anyway, it's look, not a good look if it's true. They got tax records, so evidently the numbers is true. Russ will give his explanation. I don't know how long, how like I said, how much legs this story's gonna have. But at the end of the day, it's a witch hunt. But it's coming from a credible source, man. This is USA Today. They've got the they've got guys that do this stuff for a living. That will dig. But I'm telling you, 70% of them guys, the dude that you've got to have something, you know, man, that guy don't rub me the right way. Let me look into this. They never investigate people they like. They never investigate the 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 the, the darlings of America that those people like everybody loves. They never look, they look for the people that, you know what, man. You shady. I'm going to look into you. And I would say, hey, Russ is doing what people that do charity. Now, I don't know about 20 percent. Would it make better if he was, you know, only given 40 percent of the money raised? And you got to think I haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm pretty sure this is a charity that's probably raised seven figure money. Maybe even eight figure money possible. I haven't even looked at it. Because I think it's Definitely the seven, seven is it the uh, is his charity is the. Uh, I keep believe, but I can or some. What is it? It's the why not you? Why foundation. not you? There you are. Why not you? There you go. This is this. I'm just like man. This is just he crazy. Said, why not me? Funny, Jonas. Let me know when you're opening. <laughs> funny. Eight seven seven three seven four seven four six three. So you got that going on. Um, also, Roger Goodell, you know, this is the time where he has to almost dress the nation. You know, the, you know, owners show up. It's a Super Bowl press conference. The Larry, where the commissioner comes out, let you know, hey, this is what we got on the works. This is what's going on the season. Well, he's put everything on notice that the flex schedule is pretty much coming to Thursdays, not next season. And every time he's done this about something changing, I've, I've paid attention to Roger. He kind of puts it out there a year or two before then it hits. It's not going to be here next year. But it's going to probably be here in 2024 where Thursday, I guess they finally have heard 
the rumblings, and they've highly heard like, yo, man, this these Thursday night games, it's just, I mean, you you might as well call this the Denver and Colts rule, the Dem, the, the the Broncos and Indy rule, because that's probably the game that said, you know what, man, Rod's like, we got to do something. Yeah, we got to talk about this flex. So be prepared. That flex schedule is going to be in effect come on, you know, probably I would say 2024 season. The only thing I would say, damn it, on Thursday, what you need to do is be able to be able to flex on Amazon's ass if they haven't upgraded their basically broadcast coverage. And I hate to kill my guy Bezos because I, I like the guy. I was wouldn't that I was riding with that guy when he had paperback books in a warehouse. I just stumbled across like who would do this in a time where Barnes and Noble is like everybody who would do this? And I just paid attention to him. I didn't even know what the hell he was up to. Nobody cared about him then. Now he's public enemy one and he's playing he's he's blamed for killing the mall industry and all. Nobody was playing nobody was saying anything when there was like penny stocks. But his streaming situation, they've got to upgrade just the coverage of that on Thursday nights. And if Al is so negative, get his old ass out of there as well, too. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 877-37-GRIND. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 877-374-7463 is your number to participate. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, if you're looking for the latest new product or you want to check on to see if they have any new seasonal products in, or you just want to order for same-day delivery, make sure you go to specsonline.com because the fun starts here. That's Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of your Dallas Cowboys. 877-37-GRIND. All right, so, yeah, so we'll circle back a little bit to NFL. So you have the rust thing. I mean, to me, I just think it is what it is, a witch hunt. Um 
you have uh, also reports out there. Um, Sean Payton is supposed to have not wanting, according, and this is where this comes from, and I'm so tired of him. But there was a report out there that Sean Payton didn't want the Arizona job because he didn't want to coach Colin Murray. And also in that same, because what's not, what's being left out of that in that same take from the source is coming from uh, was the fact that he didn't really, wasn't too keen in wanting to coach Russell Wilson. Now the guy who's saying this is Terry Bradshaw who works at Fox, who Sean worked with for a year. Now, today, Sean's already came out and said that he never said that he's denying that. I think he's lying. I think he did say that about Colin Murray. I think that basically the, the situation with Russell was probably in the long the lines, like, well, if this, this, and that. But I do think Colin, whatever. But the point of it is that is despicable for Terry Bradshaw to be down on media row or Super Bowl period and be doing interviews with local radio people and all that to sit up there and give a private conversation between you and another colleague that who just took a job somewhere and to put that out there. Terry's act is getting hold. I mean, hell, everybody's on Romo, but honestly, and like I said, I don't, I'm not a big pregame watcher pretty much anymore because uh, it's a routine that I have on Sunday. But if I do tune in, most likely I like CBS's pregame. But, you know, Fox is there because I love Jimmy and all that. But I've even tuned in some. Terry is just like his his act is getting old. He's old for one, but I just think his whole – he's played decades of the dumb guy, the dumb quarterback. That stigma, Terry, it's just old. It's just, it's, it's, it's just disgusting that this guy would have a conversation – with he knew he was going to be a coach again someday and stuff that he's confining in you. And you've been in the league. You're a Terry Bradshaw. And you go run your fat-ass mouth to local radio and local reporters. I guarantee you, Sean won't be talking to Terry anytime soon about anything. Because I do believe he said that about the Cardinals job. But I mean, you're gonna you put you Terry's put him in a situation where you got to defuse that. So that's another story trickling out there. But we'll circle back to the NFL. Let's get into the blockbusters. the The NBA was willing and dealing, um, and there was some deals being made. Before we get to our backyard, the, and I was up late last night, so I saw this one in real time at late at night. Uh, but Kevin Durant finally gets his wish you know Kevin Durant's been trying to get down to Phoenix for like the last two years at least in the last year when things really started hitting the fan in Brooklyn um but Woj broke the story first like he always does and you know with the picks you know I think was this one was a three-teamer right Jonas was this a three or is this just in no, mono mono just a two yeah. teams Phoenix Suns they, and Brooklyn Nets yeah um yeah Look, for one, I'm, I'm well, if you're going to make this move, then in a way it does make sense to make uh, to keep Aiden. I am kind of surprised Aiden didn't get moved. I still don't know if this changes Aiden's position about really wanting to stay and be in Phoenix. Now, in regards to the trickle down effect of this. For the next two years, this year included, 
and I would say probably next year, is championship or bust for the Suns. I mean, I think they gave it, what, four future first-round picks, Jonas, and a player was at least three or four. Uh, but they gave up something to get KD. But when you look at the age of Chris Paul and you know that he's on the 18th tee, when you, what do you got? Uh, just for what, for what it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, the Suns are sending Mikhail Bridges, Cameron right. Johnson, Jay Crowder, four unprotected first-round picks and a 2028 pick swap for Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. Right. So that's that's quite a bit. But Kev, Kevin Durant, when you look at the, the the landscape of this, now keep in mind, I mean, their cap situation is going to get real tricky after next year or two. When you talk about Aiden and you talk about Devin Booker and then you talk about Chris Paul, the books, now you just took on Kevin Durant. So make no mistake about it, the clock is starting now for, for, for a ring when you make this kind of trade. I still think it comes down to Aiden in regards to how engaged and how much how much is he willing to put whatever personal beef he's got aside with McMillan. Maybe Kevin Durant, a guy like Kevin Durant's polarizing figure can come in there and kind of control that and help that, mend that. But make no mistake about it. When Devin Booker comes back from off the injury list, which I think he should be back here shortly, or maybe he comes back tonight or whenever they play again, it's it's it, the clock starts because I think with Chris Paul, you probably have the rest of this season, the rest of the second half of the season and this playoffs and you got 2024. And that's pretty much it. I do believe this bring unless his body really breaks down in the playoffs. I really do think that this bring like you're talking about one of the all time great point guards that doesn't have a ring. I really think unless his body breaks down, I think the acquiring Kevin Durant. That gives Chris a little bit of B12, and I think he comes back at least, if they want him, I think he at least comes back for the 2024 season. And that's it. You've got the window of now to see if you can cash in this year or it's next year, and then that's pretty much it, in my opinion. Well, you still have plenty of young talent. Of course, KD is not you know, no spring chicken, but um, you, you have – I feel like you still have maybe some flexibility beyond that. But – it's going to be, can the three stars even stay healthy for a postseason push? KD's injured right now as it is. Yeah. All right, and, and reports even before the trade yesterday uh, were that he's not going to be back until end of the month after the, you know, after the All-Star break. But he's on his return back. But can Devin Booker... Stay on the court. Chris Paul is going to be a key piece. Yeah, I think health Kevin is... Durant. It's I, going to be very difficult for well, them, I think. To, to be honest with you, it's funny that you bring up health because I think the health of the Golden State Warriors and Stephen Curry, I think they spawned a lot of this activity in the Western Conference because they smell blood in the water. They think, oh, Russian's cut. He's cut. So I think that that had a lot to do with the Phoenix Suns really saying, we've got to get this done. This is our opportunity. Well, I can tell you this. Stuff like this only gets their radars up in the Bay. They just got to get there. Now, who knows what's going to happen in regards to Steph. And and I told you, this is going to be a prognosis that even unless he's really 100% back, they're not going to sacrifice him for just a title run for one season. They'll, They'll reset and go back to next. But back to the Suns. When I, let me clarify when I say this is it. What I mean, Jonas, is this nucleus, because first of all, Kevin Durant, well, what, they, what they've got surrounding them, Kevin Durant 
and Devin Booker and Aiden. In my opinion, I have no faith in those three to win a title or to come out the West. Chris Paul and the dog Chris Paul is and how he can really be a point guard with this, with these options and weapons and the leadership. If they're going to do it, they're going to do it with him on that roster. Now, his health is a big key to that. So to me, I just feel that this is what Katie's been wanting, at least for the last 18 months. He's got himself there. I think the writing was on the wall when Kyrie Irving got himself out of Dodge and ended up Dallas. And the other thing, before we move on and talk about the other moves, the other thing that came to my mind about this when the Phoenix Suns pulled off this trade with Kevin Durant last night, I said, you know, there you go. Let me put my ear together. Let me put my ear out there to the Colorado mountains and see how they feel about this in Denver. This is the thing I'm talking about. I mean, Denver is the best team right now in the West. They've got the best record. They're going to end up with the number one seed, probably maybe the number one overall seed in basketball. But the questions I got from them, now they did a little move here toward the end here. I forgot it was a small move, nothing major. But when you, when you talk about a Phoenix Nuggets matchup, four, I ain't talking about on a Thursday night in October. I'm talking about in May, late May, four out of seven, and every other night in a judge where everybody know who's riding with the Joker and Murray. Look, I like Gordon. I really like him. He don't have too many battle scars on him. He ain't been in that fight that much before. He's a veteran. Okay? He's athletic. He can play somewhat defense. He's improved his defense under, uh, you know, the head coach of Denver, Mike Malone. He has. I don't trust Porter, man, and, and I just don't. And their surrounding cast, when you talk about going up against a KD, a Devin Booker, and a Chris Paul, can Joker, I mean, a guy that's probably going to win the third MVP straight, is that enough of that matchup? Because the odds have showed, the odds switched. The guys in the desert switch. As soon as this trade went down, they surpassed, I think, favorite odds even on Denver to win the West or win a title. So definitely a big power play move. Other moves being made. The Los Angeles Lakers. Okay, the Lakers made a couple moves. They finally unloaded Westbrook. They've been doing, trying to do this since last year. They've been trying to get him out of there. They finally did. And shockingly, this comes when we talked about it yesterday on the show, that there was a little shouting match in the locker room between him and uh, Ham, Darvin Ham, head coach. And then the next day, he's on the move. Now, do I think just because of that? No. But do I think that was like, okay, we need to expedite this and kind of get what we can get? Yes. Now, <clears throat> D'Angelo Russell, still. Not really many skins on the wall. Had a little playoff run with Minnesota last year, but D'Angelo Russell was part of the problem in Minnesota, how I feel they digress. But now he's going with veterans now. And he is a guy that can add better scoring for them than even Russell Westbrook did. I just feel a little bit bad. I don't feel too bad for Russell Westbrook because he's making $40 million a year. Okay. He could care less how much eggs are. But reality, I feel a little bit bad for him because he did what they asked him to do. See, special down here in this region in the 210 Triangle of Toughness, 
you know, this fan base down here, they think because they saw Manu Ginobili just, oh, yeah, okay, Pop, I'll come off the bench. And then he got his career, won a six, and they did all that. They think that that is so, it transitions easy like that for everybody else. I don't care if Manu made it cool or not. Jamal Crawford, he's probably one of the best consistent six-mans I've seen since they started giving the award out, to be honest with you. Jamal Crawford made a living at just being that solid because he always found himself on a team that, honestly, on other teams he'd be a starter. But that time doing the Clippers, he'd come off the bench. My point is, is that that was not easy for Westbrook to do, but he bought into it. But they really have made him the scapegoat. Now, the other move on the cool I think they've done is Mombamba from Orlando. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. So we're going to have Wembamba, Mombamba, and Wembamba. Well, you're going to have Wembenyama, and that's the guy coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, I know who that is. And you have Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. And Mo Bamba is Texas UT owned, right? Correct. Who am, who am I thinking that the Spurs had that ended up and no, you know what it is? The guy that I'm thinking of, he plays with the Suns, right? Not the Suns, the Sacramento Kings right now that the Spurs had that I feel they gave up on them too too early. Uh, Chemezi Metu? Yes, that's who I'm thinking. That's who I'm getting at Metu. That's who I was getting confused with. They all look alike. I mean, we all look alike, you know. You said it. I know, only I could say that. But I like, but this is the thing about the Lakers because I do think they've gotten better on the cool. And, you know, this is – and after we talked about this on the show. We're like, well, Jenny's, you know, Jenny kind of stiffed on LeBron last year. She kind of did – LeBron's been doing it for – well, I like to try to do something. I'm kind of mad that we missed out on Kyrie. But I got to go with what I got. You know, he's sending some blimbles in this. But you know what this tells me from Rob Palenka and Jenny Buss? What stopped y'all from being this creative and active even in the summer early on in the season? And you know the only conclusion that I can come up with? is that Rob Palenka and even Jenny Buss wanted to sit there and say, you know what, let's see if he's still got it. Let's see what level LeBron is playing at. Now that they've seen this guy pass the scoring title, now that they see him what he's averaging in year 20, he's still taking care of his body, he still looks like he, now it's like, you know what, man, we got to do a little more. I'm telling you that has to do with that. Why all of a sudden, uh, like, moves that couldn't be, and I'm not saying they hadn't tried. Because they've been trying to move Westbrook. But all of a sudden, you pull off in the less than 24 hours of the deadline. You you haven't been able to do anything. Nobody's going to take Russ. Nobody's doing it. But you pull off two trades after LeBron has sent subliminals after subliminals messages about, hey, man, we're not doing We would like to do something. I'm not playing just for stats. I'm playing. That lets me know there was some pause to see even if it was worth it, whether it was how healthy is Anthony Davis going to stay or really where LeBron level where level that he's playing on. That's what I really believe. What do you got? Well, I, I think that it really kicks – when you talk about the creativity, there's a reason why teams wait till this point of the year. True. I mean, that's, that's true. You, you don't know who's going to be the movers. You don't know what's available because a team could be in the middle of a bad run and decide to start selling pieces but, off. But, so I really feel like, yes, part of it, maybe see where LeBron's at, a part of it. But I really think that it comes down to, okay, let's see when everybody else is wheeling and dealing. Let's see when these prices come. Because don't forget, over the summer, Rudy Gobert's price tag was five first-round picks. Which was totally just dumb. But, okay, look, you're absolutely right in regards to majority of how most teams operate while you get deals that wait to the deadline. You're 110% right on that take. But I can't go – the evidence and what's at hand, I can't – the Lakers can't fall into that. And let me tell you why. When you have LeBron James – 
and you've already allowed him to try the Westbrook experiment didn't work. When you've got him, you know what you're playing for. And you are the Los Angeles Lakers. You got to be trying to make. We knew what this roster was going into the season. We knew it lacked shooting. We knew that Westbrook was a problem. Was he going to take a role off the bench? Was he not? We knew they were coming in with a rookie head coach. You got there. The way this team was assembled, man, they, they didn't require like the Patrick Beverly, all that. There was really no acquired shooting. They did. You got to hit the ground running, trying to make that team better. Adding on they're playing. They ain't even in the playing game right now. They lost to OKC, the team that they're going to be competing with in the second half to try to get to that play in game. So my point is, yes, you're absolutely right to how teams wait. Prices change. Let's go down. Let's play hardball. But I'm telling you, the Lakers are not in that class because they're not in that position to do that because they got LeBron James. They just said, well, damn, man, maybe we should have done something. Yeah, man, I told y'all. What did it take being Kareem back into crypto for y'all to make y'all believe that? We should have been making these moves. Come on, man. Two? Like, if it was just a bit about Westbrook, I said, nah. but they come back three or four hours later, do another move? Like, nah, come on, man. And then I think they, did they do one today? I think that's three moves, a two or three. They're definitely two separate trades. I think two separate trades. You're talking about the Lakers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. Moved, they moved on from Thomas Bryant, um, which, I don't know, I feel like he had some young upside. Oh. But. but I'll tell you, these moves in the West, I mean, I think Lakers have done enough to get in the playing game and get to maybe that A spot. I don't think what they've done, you can really put them as the title. Fa I mean, the let's just forget title. I don't even think you can put them as the Western Conference favorite. And that's even with the injuries and stuff. That, no, but they have gotten better. I got to give them credit for not giving up. But they did get better enough to get, get better enough, excuse me, to get, I believe, at least that A spot, if not in that playing game. 877-374-7463. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 